Hello and welcome to Soul Conversations with Dante, a podcast for all things mindset, manifestation and aligned entrepreneurship. I am Dante Amato, your host, and I am so happy you've found me. As a mindset and growth coach, I am 100% obsessed with helping you blend spiritual flow and intuition into your business and all parts of your life. And I'm here to teach you how to follow your bliss, find your flow, and manifest all the magic and abundance that's destined for you. Okay, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, beautiful, and welcome back. Today, we are going to be deep diving into all things intuition. So if you want to start confidently making choices that feel completely good for your soul, even when they may not make any logical sense to anyone around you, then I want you to keep listening. If you want to determine whether or not you are on the right path in life, then keep listening. If you want to stop feeling so lost and confused about what's next for you, or maybe you're just feeling really disconnected from your intuition and your desires, then keep listening. If you want to connect in with your truth, feel inspired, feel free to be your most authentic self and connect to that brilliant genius part of you, then you need to keep listening to this episode because today I'm going to be teaching you how to access your intuition and use it to tap into that inner guidance system that we all have and hopefully enable you to make better decisions, more aligned decisions, and ultimately allow all of those decisions to help you discover your true self. So we're going to be talking all things intuition. It's my jam. I love it. I could speak about it for hours. I'm not going to today. We're going to keep this short and sweet, but let's talk about what intuition is exactly. So intuition to me, it feels like this immediate response that we have to something without any thinking or rational knowledge about it. It's our ability to understand or know something without even needing to think about it or to use reasoning or rationality, right? It's housed in our bodies. And when I say it's housed in our bodies, it doesn't just mean that it's it's physical because our intuition will message us from beyond our physical body, right? So it messages us through our emotional body, our spiritual body, and this energetic body too that extends out beyond our physical form. Now, you guys know how obsessed I am with the body and listening to it and having it work for us. But this is something that I really want you to take away today. Your body is working for you. It is designed to relay information to you. Some of that information will be rational and some will be intuitive. But the job of our intuition ultimately is to keep us on our divine life path. It's to keep us on course and to keep us living in our truest version. It is there to keep us on our life path. And throughout your day, in the small moments, you will be getting signaled messages, little whispers and nudges. That's your intuition trying to do that. So if you're listening to this episode today and you have that feeling in your gut that it's time for you to tap in and start listening a little bit more to what you're intuitively being guided to do, then I want you to take that as a sign 
to maybe get a pen and paper out and to listen to the rest of this episode like it is a lesson for you. We all have access to intuition. It's very different from having psychic abilities. So before you think that you have to be a psychic to have an intuition, I want to remind you that everyone is intuitive. We all are born with a very, very strong sense of intuition. And it just so happens that over the course of our life and growing up that we are either disconnected from it or socially we are encouraged to follow more rational and logical thinking. I want you to have a think just now. Think about a moment in your life that maybe was a real turning point for you. Maybe um, an event or a situation that you found yourself in that really worked out well for you. A big event, maybe it was meeting the man of your dreams, maybe it was getting that job, whatever it was. Now I want you to think about all the little things that had to happen to bring that exact moment into your awareness. Like if you think about all the things that had to happen for you to meet your partner or all of the things that had to lead you into that event that night so that you were in the right time at the right place to meet that person that was later going to be your dream boss that gave you the career that you had always dreamed of. I want you to think about these moments in your life And really consider how many things had to fall into place to make that moment happen. Because your intuition was leading you into everything that had to happen to take you there. And our intuition not only leads us into situations that we need to be in, but it will also lead us out of situations to make sure that these moments can happen for us. And now, depending on how connected you feel to your intuition and how connected you were feeling to it at this moment in time. So I want you to go back there, take yourself back down, trip down memory lane and think about the years or the months leading up to this time in your life. Depending on how connected you were to your intuition at the time, it might have been a really straightforward, simple sequence of events. It might have just felt like such coincidence Or maybe when you reflect on this moment, you're starting to realize that it was actually a whirlwind of highs and lows. It was challenging. It was exhausting. (laughs) It was a really hard time for you. And the sequence of events for that moment to happen felt very, very challenging. What I hope to leave you in this episode today is some tools and practices that you can use in your everyday life to create a deeper relationship with your intuition and to harness its power to call in the life that you desire. Because I want to remind you, what you seek is also seeking you. Your intuition is sitting here waiting for you to listen to it and to take some direction from it. Intuition is not something that you have to learn. It's something that you remember. It is something that is built into you cellularly. So this is not about learning new skills or learning a new language. This is about remembering something that has always been with you. Your life is whispering to you constantly. It's trying to get your attention constantly, every moment of every day. And it's trying to remind you why you are here and what you are meant to be doing. How many times have you said to yourself, I should have listened to my gut. Oh my God, if I just listened to my gut at the time, that wouldn't have happened. Or 
something's turned out not how you planned. And the first thing you say is, I knew that that was going to happen. This is your intuition. Um, Intuition is not all woo-woo. In fact, it is not. It's science. Researchers at Leeds University conducted a study and they concluded that intuition is a very real psychological process where the brain uses its past experiences and cues from yourself and from the environment to make a decision. And these decisions happen so quickly that it doesn't register on a conscious level. So intuition is the way the subconscious mind communicates with the conscious mind. It's the information that our brains give us and it's what we have that feeling of inner knowing, right? And when we feel that inner knowing, we know that it's real, but it's just the way that the information comes together outside of our conscious awareness. And this is why we can find it as humans, we can find it really hard to trust and to listen to. There are so many, there are so many parts of our day-to-day life that disconnect us from our ability to listen to our intuition. We're super busy all the time. We're never still, we never stop. We are constantly stimulated by phones, notifications, emails, constantly being online. And if you're not looking after your body, that will also disconnect you. And if you don't spend lots of time in nature, if you find yourself under lots of artificial lighting and indoors and wearing shoes constantly, that will also disconnect you. So I'm hoping that by the end of this episode, you're going to know exactly what you need to do to connect back in to this absolute wisdom that you house in your body. One of the things that people will often ask me about when I am guiding them to connect with their intuition more is how do I know the difference between my intuition and fear? Like, how do I know what part of me is talking? Because let's be honest, your intuition is a very different part of your decision making process than like your rational brain is. So let's, let's talk about how these things feel different. So if we start with intuition, your intuitive guidance, this will feel really open and loving and unconditional and expansive. I think expansive is the key word here. Now, this doesn't mean that your intuitive guidance will always feel comfortable because it definitely will at times push you way beyond your comfort zone. One thing without intuition is that usually that guidance doesn't go away. It's not like a voice that just quietens down. We are still going to feel drawn towards whatever our intuition is calling us to over time. This Intuition will always feel expansive, even if it's a no. So even if your intuition is saying, no, stop, don't go further, don't pick that, it will still feel very expansive. If it is fear that you're feeling, it is going to feel safe. It's going to feel cautious. It's going to feel potentially comfortable but your fear will always feel restrictive and small. So even if the answer is a yes, if it's coming from fear, it will feel restrictive. So 
if it if your decision making feels restrictive then it is most likely fear restrictive and limited what is something that's really important to know about fear is that it can shift and change depending on the situation so your fear can be telling you one thing one day and then it can be telling you a different story the next day fear comes and goes. It's not always around. So if you are ever feeling like you're making a decision with fear, feel into if that feels limited, because whether it's a yes or a no, it's going to feel limited and restricted. Your intuition and your intuitive decisions will feel expansive. Now, the other little friend that's going to pop in when you start to try and tap into your intuition and make more intuitively based decisions is your ego. Now the ego just gets such a bad rap. It plays a really important part in our roles as humans and in our self-awareness and self-development. But our ego basically is the stories that we make up to any given scenario and the meaning that we attach to that. So it's also, it's very, very clever, our ego, and it will adapt our guidance and use it to trick us. So this is why, and you know, I do a lot of self-growth work and personal development work in my coaching space. And this is why I always bang on about how important it is to get to know your ego and the stories that you carry, because it is going to be very helpful in discerning between intuition and ego. If you know what your ego stories are and what your ego personality, how, how that shows up, then you will be able to start to discern between ego and your intuition. And you know, what I always recommend is if you are still unsure, ask for more guidance. So if you're trying to make a decision based intuitively and you're still unsure, I want you to trust your body enough to ask for more guidance. And we're going to get to some ways to do that shortly. So stick around. Something that I find really helpful when learning how to harness your intuition and trust a little bit more is this concept of following the breadcrumbs. Because often as humans, we love to know the end goal. We love to be able to see this final picture and have all of the final destination details given to us so that we can know exactly where we're going. If you are looking for that, you're going to become very overwhelmed and it's going to be really hard to make decisions because often we don't actually know what that endpoint is. We're not meant to know. All we can do is cultivate a sense of trust that if we follow the breadcrumbs, that we will be able to move with certainty. And I often um, share this vision with my clients when they're getting really overwhelmed and they're trying to get to the end point before they just take the next step. And so I tell them to imagine themselves standing at the bottom of a huge staircase. And if you are listening to this right now and you're like, yes, this is me. I always get so fucking overwhelmed with the big picture that I just block myself from taking the next step. I want you to just close down your eyes for a moment and visualize yourself standing at the bottom of a huge staircase. This staircase is so huge that you can't actually see to the top stair, you definitely cannot see the view from the top stair, but what you can see is a ton of steps in front of you. 
all you need to do to move forward in the direction that you know that you're meant to be going is use your intuition to take that first step. Just the one step. This is following the breadcrumbs. What do I need to do next? That's what I want you to ask yourself. What is it that I need to do next to move myself forward? What is the next best step that I can take rather than trying to focus on the end goal? Because if you start overthinking, you'll get overwhelmed. You will not be able to make a decision. You will actually, and you know what, in saying that, I believe that you will always end up where you're meant to be eventually. I absolutely believe that nothing that is meant for you will pass you by, but you can take a really long way around to get there. And so I want this process to be easy for you. What is the next best step? Create some stillness and some silence and bring the focus in closer. What is the thing that I can do next that is going to help me move forward and allow your intuition to guide that one next decision rather than expect it to lay this full pathway journey itinerary (laughs) to the end goal. Okay. Can we do that please? Beautiful. So let's talk about what it looks like or what it feels like to not listen to your intuition. So here's the thing. Many, many, many times in my life, I have heard my intuition. I have heard it. It has been telling me to do things or not to do things. And I have chosen to not listen. So when I say like when we're not listening, I I want to acknowledge that sometimes we feel that, but we just don't act in accordance with our intuition. Okay. When the, the times in my life that I have not been listening to my intuition, I have felt a huge disconnect. I feel disconnected from my desires. I feel disconnected from my body. I feel disconnected from my purpose. I have felt dissatisfied and unfulfilled. You know, like we get into this rut of why do things never work out for me? Like nothing ever goes the way that I want it to. I have felt really confused about what to do next. Um, I often refer to this feeling of like sleepwalking. We all know someone in our lives who is a bit of a sleepwalker and they're people that just go through life, go through the motions are not connected to their desires or their purpose. And it's kind of like they're getting through life just half asleep. That is what it feels like. That's what it can look like when we don't listen to our intuition or we're not connected to it. I have so many people reach out and they say, how do I harness my intuition? How do I learn to trust my gut? How do I, how do I get really clear on what's next for me? Like, what do I do? And there is a process that I want to share with you to do that. And it's a beautiful process. And it is so powerful to use your intuition as a tool in every single aspect of your life. I want you to use it in your personal life, in your relationships, when you are creating friendships. I want you to use it in your work and your career. If you are a business owner, my goodness, the benefits and the power of using your intuition in business is ridiculous. 
I actually wrote a course and delivered a, a course this year called Harness Your Intuition, specifically for business owners to be able to bring their intuition into the strategy of their business. And it is just incredible witnessing the alignment and the increased excitement and energy and frequency inside a business when you are doing it the way that feels really good for you. So let's talk about some of the things that you can do today to start harnessing this incredible inner guidance system that you have. If you have a pen and paper, jot some notes down. The first thing that I want you to become really aware of is that you without a doubt, already have some evidence that your intuition is working for you. So I want to ask you, can you recognize some signposts that you have followed in your life to get you to where you are today? Like what were some of the big pivotal turning points in your life? I want you to think about some of those and how they have helped you. Think about some of the things that didn't work out for you or the things that turned out really very differently to what you thought that they would. Can you see how those moments were just as important to get you to where you are now? And maybe once you finish listening to this episode, you can grab your journal and you can do some reflection on this. What are the big pivotal moments in your life that have brought you into this exact moment right now? This is evidence. Listening to your inner knowing brought you here. Hearing the whispers of your intuition, it's like walking in to a room at a party. So imagine that you are standing outside the door and behind that door, there's a party going on. Now you open the door and you walk in and you are overcome with the noise and chatter and there's people having a great time and there's music on and, you know, people are having a few drinks and they're talking over each other and you're like, oh, this is overwhelming. And your intuition is the little guy right in the back corner of the room and he's just whispering. He's like, he's standing up the back and he's just minding his own business and you can see his mouth moving, but you cannot hear him. That's your intuition. And everyone else in this room is life and noise and external influence and our programming and our conditioning and our belief systems and our ego and fear. What you need to do is quieten down everyone in the room so that you can hear him. Now, eventually, let me tell you that this little chilled guy in the back, that's your intuition, who is just quietly whispering, he's eventually going to get pissed that you're not listening to him. And he will eventually raise his voice and he will eventually start yelling. And if you're still not listening, he'll probably start throwing things at you from the back of the room. And this is what happens. And you've probably heard people talk about this. It's like, I didn't listen to the whispers. And so my intuition had to slap me in the face. And sometimes this can look like a bit of a crisis situation. It could turn into a health problem. It could, it just, it generally isn't something great. It is normally like a crisis point that you had to get to, to be able to make change. 
I want you to be able to just become still and quiet and listen to your intuition while it's still whispering to you. I don't want you to wait until it gets louder and louder and louder until there's someone yelling in your face. When you get really good at listening to your intuition, you'll be able to hear that whisper even through the noise. Maybe now you're in a stage of your life where you feel like you only hear it when he's throwing things at you from the back of the room. And I just want you to feel into how much easier life would feel, how much more flow you would feel if you could listen to it when it was a whisper. So we've got to get still. We have to get grounded and we have to get still and we have to learn how to listen to the whisper. So let's talk about being grounded because this is the number one thing that is going to stop you if you are not grounded you will not hear a thing. When our energy isn't earthed, we feel off center. We, we cannot connect to our intuition. So if you are feeling like these are, I'm going to explain to you what it feels like to not be grounded. And that can feel either physically, mentally, or emotionally, like we're really drained. Energetically also, that we're just really drained. Maybe you're feeling really easily influenced about what's going on around you. And so that means like you pick up on the moods and the energy of others, probably far too much. And it's really hard to decipher whether that is yours or not. So your moods are really influenced by the people around you. Um, Your energy is very easily influenced by the people that you spend time with. That's a sign that you need to ground. You might be feeling really irritable or scattered or spacey and lightheaded. I know for me, when I need to ground, if I've been doing a lot of um, spiritual guidance work, I can actually get quite ungrounded pretty quickly. And I will get really lightheaded. And for me, the cure of that is to get into nature. Sometimes if you're not grounded, that will show up as you being really, really busy. And I want you to imagine yourself just like scattering around And don't mistake this with productivity. This is not about being productive. This is just about keeping yourself too busy so you don't have to stop. It can also show up as you being really clumsy or like dizzy, like you literally just like off center and unbalanced. These are all signs that you need to get grounded. And the best part of this, my friends, (laughs) is that it's really easy It's really easy to ground your energy and connect back into this beautiful, grounded and centered place that your intuition can reach you really easily. Here's some of my favorite ways. I'm going to share with you exactly what I do when I know that I need to be grounded. But I also want to mention, I actually do these things most days because of the nature of my work. I have so much interaction with other people and their energy fields and In the world of spiritual guidance and psychic guidance, there is a lot of energy exchange. And so these are things that I do every single day to make sure that I am grounded. I have a very clean diet. I eat fresh produce, organic where possible, lots of plant-based foods. This will help you be grounded. I am barefoot as often as I can be. And I will intentionally go out into my backyard and stand on the grass with no shoes on, even just in between clients or just in moments of the day to ground. I try and spend time in nature without any distraction. 
And what I mean by that is go and lie on the grass and look at the clouds or go for a walk out in nature and don't listen to a podcast and don't have your phone and just listen and look and feel and see. Being in nature will ground you so quickly. I love to swim in the ocean. Salt water for me is like medicine. If you can't swim in the ocean, take a shower, wash your hands. Just the, the water on your body will ground you. One of the things I love to do to ground myself and bring myself into a state of real self-centering is I burn Palo Santo or incense as well. And meditation for me is something else that really helps me connect to my intuition and ground me. Now, what I want to encourage you to do here is create some kind of ritual that you do in the same way each time you do it. And this is going to look different for everybody. But for me, for example, when I am intentionally sitting down to connect with my intuition and to ask it for guidance, I sit in the same place with my body in the same position. I do the same little breathwork sequence. I light the same incense every time. And I ask myself the same thing each time I do it. So I sit, I have a corner of my office that I sit on. I have my legs crossed and my back straight and my palms on my knees facing up. I have the same incense that I burn every single time. It is the Gentle Habits Byron Bay scent. This is an absolute powerful aromatic anchor for me. And I open up with asking myself the same question every time. And that is, what do I need today to move myself forward? And I just wait to see what comes up for me. I listen, I receive, I say thank you. And then I journal, whatever comes up, I journal. Now, even though a practice like this can be here for you at any time, and it's really great to have an intentional practice that you can start incorporating into your day-to-day life, because if you want to make this a habit, the only way that you're going to do that is with some discipline and routine. So I really want to encourage you to create a little practice that feels good for you, especially if you're feeling disconnected, if you feel like it's hard for you to connect into your intuition, if there's a lot of noise or you're really busy or you just haven't, maybe you just haven't gotten to that stage where you really trust it, right? So make an intentional practice and this is really going to help. Although this practice is here for you at any time, Your intuition is signaling you constantly. It is there in the small moments of your day, whispering, nudging, giving you a gentle little tap on the shoulder. And I want you to start becoming really aware of these smaller moments as well, because this doesn't have to be a big shebang practice or ritual that you do, you are literally walking around with your intuition signaling you in every moment. You know, you might get a feeling about someone when you meet them. You might just have a feeling that's your intuition messaging you something. Just take a moment, just acknowledge it. It's like, what is this? Maybe you are having a shower and you think of someone and then they call you later that day. That's, that's your intuition messaging you. Your body is responding physically to suggestions in any moment. And so if you're a business owner, 
this is really important to notice because you can start making intuitively led decisions in your business to create more flow and ease. So your intuition in business is basically starting to become aware of how your body responds to a suggestion, whether it's a yes or a no or a not yet or whatever it is. Just start becoming really aware of that and practice mindfulness as you are going about your everyday. So just being fully present and aware of what you're doing in any given moment without becoming like all overly reactive to what's going around you. If you can be more mindfully present, your intuition will become so much clearer. The other thing that I want to encourage you to do is check into your body. Do, do a body scan and see what comes up. And if you've never done a body scan before, all that means is finding somewhere nice and still and comfortable to sit, closing down your eyes, taking a few deep breaths and scanning from the tip of your head all the way down through your body to the tip of your toes and just feeling into whatever sensations come up and allowing yourself to use your intuition to see what it's trying to tell you. Your intuition is often going to present itself as a feeling. So just like paying attention to your body allows you to connect with your physical self, feeling your feelings will also allow you to connect with your emotional self. And so what I want you to remember is that when you feel something physically in your body, I want to really encourage you to allow yourself to feel the emotion of that physical sensation and allow yourself just to sit with it and to feel it and to see what it's trying to tell you. Our intuition is one of our most trustworthy guides in life. This guidance is always leading us to the lessons, the experiences and the situations to have us live out our life on purpose. Sometimes they're not going to make sense to you. They, they, like I guarantee you, some of my best moves in life, some of the biggest decisions that I have made with my intuition have actually not made any rational sense. They've not made any sense. Definitely no logical sense attached, but I have felt it and I have allowed that to lead the decision. This is following the breadcrumbs. You've got to be able to follow the breadcrumbs without needing to know exactly where it is that they lead. Get grounded. Get some stillness. Start to collect some evidence along the way that you can actually trust your intuition. And you know, for you, that might be, okay, I can hear it. I can hear what it's saying. I hear you. But are you willing to take some action on that? Are you willing to actually do something with that intuitive guidance? Because hearing it is one thing, but acting on it is another. And if you do want to feel completely aligned and on purpose and on path, you need to use that as really important data to make your decisions with. So this is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do with all of this information, because I want you to feel what it feels like to have full self-trust in your intuition. I would love to invite you to create some kind of ritual or practice. And whether that is a five minute practice where you sit on a cushion, you close down your eyes, you connect to yourself with some big deep breaths and you simply say, what is it that I need today? 
and see what comes up. You might want a deeper practice where you ask more specifically some questions that you want answers to, to help you move forward, some direction. You need to get still. You need to get still. You need to bring stillness and groundedness into your life. So I want to ask you to find some time in your day to close down your eyes and feel into your body. This will have a profound impact on how clearly your intuition can speak to you. What I have done for you is I've recorded a five day mini meditation series, and this is for you to help you to connect in with your intuition and just to guide you through some simple practices that have really helped me develop a strong trust in my intuition as well. And it's also taught me how to anchor into myself when things get really noisy on the outside. You can find the link to this meditation series in the show notes. It's completely free. And what will happen is you'll receive one short meditation in your inbox every day for five days. So I really hope that you enjoy that because I found in the start being still and shutting my eyes down was still very noisy. I used to get so distracted. And so having somebody guide me through this process, it was really helpful. And so I hope that you find that helpful too. So the link to this meditation series is in the show notes. I really want to encourage you to start paying attention to these little nudges and these whispers that you're getting day to day in all the small moments of your life and use whatever you have learned in this episode to create a life that feels aligned and on path and on purpose and fulfilled and abundant. And let me tell you that your intuition is the key to creating a life that feels like that. My love, thank you for joining me today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, can I ask you to leave me a short review? I appreciate that so much. I read everyone and I'm super grateful for those. Thank you for joining me. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.